0: forceful measures that we as a country are taking to control the spread of the virus have brought much of the economy to an abrupt halt. Many businesses have closed. People have been asked to stay home. Your money, your money, money, your money is on the line, is on the line. Money talk, money talk is on the air. When
1: we're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your most trusted source for your money, your future and your life. Uh, We thank you for listening. If you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the air, we'd love to hear from you. Our question hotline number is 1-855-429-9166. Or you can email us, which is probably the most popular way. Uh, Our email address is drgenehensler.com. That is spelled D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R. Dot com. All right, so we've got a, a situation here. Doug and Rosie, in their late 40s, uh, just um, came back from the from their tax accountant and said uh, we owe taxes for 2020. We've had them computed, but have not yet filed. Our accountant just got back to us right as they announced the new deadline. Yes. Yes. We're even going to acknowledge that there is a new deadline on the show? We're trying not to. Okay. Get your stuff in early, folks. No, right. um, the new deadline is... is right around the corner.
2: <laughs> is May 17th for 2021. Um, if you live in a disaster zone from the last bad winter storm, which is Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana,
1: it's June 15th. It's weird to have bad winter weather in Louisiana. I don't know. <laughs> I watched the Gators. I wonder if they froze to death, you think? What's What's old Troy going to do? when he's out there trying to hunt gators. I watch that show. Don't know? All right. I got it. So so this couple not only acknowledges the the worst for you, Jesse, that we do have an extension of the deadline by approximately a month, but they said we received, easy for me to say, we received the stimulus payments based off prior year returns, but now we owe. And obviously we're not happy about it. So they've got a couple of questions, and I'm hoping that you can flesh them out. Uh, what can we do to reduce 2021 taxes? And will Biden have to roll out a new tax plan to pay for all of this stimulus that has recently come about?
2: Sure. So, Loaded questions this you know, nice week. Wow. Easy, easy peasy, right? Um, so I guess we'll kind of start at the, what can we do? A little too late for 2020, but not too late for 2021. Um, so You know, knowing that you owe and knowing that that is not something you were expecting, the good news is you have until that May 17th deadline. So if you wanted to pay half now, half then, you know, anything you can do to make it work, you're going to want to pay by that deadline, though, to avoid late penalties and interest on your payments. So, you know, some people think, oh, I'll just apply for an extension, but that's only an extension of time to file, not time to pay. So make sure if you think you're going to owe, if you're worried about owing, that that all gets in by the May 17th deadline. Try
1: to get a pretty good estimate and go ahead and pay the tax. Yes. Now, Jesse, you said that uh, it's too late for 2020. Are there nothing, I mean, are there any, like, an IRA that you could fund still for 2020 that might get you a little lower?
2: Yes. So if you are not in a pension plan um and one is not made available to you which means you're either self-employed or you're working somewhere that does not provide that as an option then you can still make an ira payment that could be tax deductible okay um so that that is an option, but depending on your income, that may not be viable. Um, so I shouldn't say it's a hundred percent too late, but but probably mostly too More late. Or less, so tax, yeah. talk to a tax advisor if you think there may be some room there. Right, and everybody's um, but that is situation is
1: significantly different, right?
2: Yes. Um. So, you know, the other thing to remember is that if you think you may owe again next year, they have only moved the extension of time to file and pay your 2020 taxes, first estimates are still due April 15th.
1: Okay. Um, so if you're a quarterly payer, you still have to get that in by the 15th of April, yes. which is the normal deadline
2: And one taxes. thing we're looking at that we think is a more conservative approach is if you think you're going to owe this year or you think you're going to owe an estimate next year, maybe go ahead and file an extension on April 15th um, and include that money, all in your extension payment. So then anything that's left over will be applied to your first quarter estimate for the next year.
1: Okay. I um, gotcha.
2: so, you know, kind of with that in mind, that's all, all about the deadline, but the, the stimulus payment and the, um, planning for next year are kind of two separate issues. So the stimulus payments that people are receiving are not considered income. They're in advance of a tax credit. So they're not what's causing you to owe. There could be other COVID-related situations that are, though. Um, I know one thing we've been seeing a lot of this year is Unemployment, whether it's for you or for your children. Um, if, if somebody has unemployment and didn't have taxes withheld, they could be underwithheld and have penalties. They have passed something at the federal level that the first 10,200 of unemployment benefits are now no longer taxable for right. 2020. So that could help some.
1: Now, if you've already gotten your taxes back and you didn't, include that because that was kind of a late addition to the new tax Mm -hmm. rules
2: they're saying do not amend that they will fix it on their end and and send you a refund for the difference
1: so you don't have to make changes even if you've already done it the improper way because the rule was changed so late in the game yes that is correct okay well that's good news i'm sure what about what about planning for next year
2: Yes. So there there are ways if you know if you think your income is going to be similar and you know you owed this year to kind of plan. Um, kind of the easiest thing that doesn't save you any tax dollars but saves you headache is adjusting your withholding if you're working through your W-2 or paying in quarterly estimates to make it a little more palatable than owing all at once. Um, but if you're looking for some ways to save on your taxes, um, there are definitely ways to do that. So one way that people use is investing in municipal bonds because they're tax exempt for federal purposes. Um, and depending on what state the municipal bond is, there may be an exclusion for your state return as well. Um, however, the the returns tend to be a little bit lower. And I don't know if you want to talk about that, Jennifer, you know, how yeah, you I mean, recommend them or if you I'm do. Looking,
3: I'm looking that, you know, they're in their late forties and they're probably not, Retiring any, you know, they've got a child in college, but they they may not be retiring real soon. Um, So if they have 10 years before they retire and they need money from their portfolio, returns on municipal bonds are not really where they want to be. That's more for your safe money that's going to be set aside that you're going to need for the next 10 years. So investing in more of a growth investment, now you could. You know, you may have capital gains, um, if you trade in and out of those positions and you may, and you would need to watch that. Um, you know, we do suggest that you try to keep those as long term as possible. You can try to do more growth oriented stocks that don't pay as much dividends, which would lower your taxes. But, you know, having a diverse portfolio is more important than saving the tax dollars sometimes. I know that no one likes a surprise and what I would say to that is you should know that you're earning more money, and if you're earning more money, you're going to have to pay more taxes. When you kind of alluded to that, have a tax projection done so that you know how much you should withhold by the end of the year or that you should pay in so that you aren't stuck on the deadline having to make a large payment mm-hmm. Um And But, you know, I want to pay as much tax as I possibly can because that means I'm going to earn as much as I possibly can. Exactly. So I know that, you know, everyone goes, oh, my gosh, I don't want to pay taxes. I want to pay taxes. I want to pay a fair tax, you know, a fair amount of tax. Right. But I also want to pay taxes because I want to be able to say that I'm earning the money and, you know, planning for
1: that exactly you know i I bet jesse is not going to tell us that one of the ways to save on taxes is to go to your employer and tell them to give you a cut and pay exactly and that's nobody ever (laughs) suggests that one (laughs) i don't know why because it would save them on taxes but you see what i'm saying right i I mean that's kind of hammering home jennifer's point Mm -hmm. you know nobody wants that option we all want more you just have to give a portion back to the man.
2: Right, and the, I mean, all of it. one thing to consider, too, is, you know, maybe you are maxing out your 401k, but you're putting it in a raw 401k. So you're paying taxes on it now, right. but when you need that money later, it's going to be tax-exempt. You're either going to pay now or you're going to pay, pay later. So
1: it, The game there is, when are taxes going to be, when is the rate going to be higher? When, right?
2: is, when is the entire rate going to be higher, and when do you think your rate is going to be the highest?
1: Yeah, and you um, pay it the other time.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, trying to trying to balance that and looking into your plan to see if that's available. Kind of like we were talking about for the prior year, if they're not in a plan, if their work doesn't provide a plan, contributing to a, um, IRA account, you know, could be a way to save and really just making sure that you're, maximizing the deductions where you can. So if you're offered an HSA account, you can do a contribution there to lower taxes. I know they mentioned they had children in college, making sure that if they're still claiming those children as dependents, they're taking that $500 deduction for dependents over the age of 17 and picking up any credits that may be available for their college. Um, One we see a lot is the American Opportunities Credit, um, which has a maximum of $2,500 a year. So that may be money that's being left on the table for them
1: gotcha all right um, so we've got uh, you know quite a few different ways maybe even did you mention health savings account
2: very briefly yeah. so so yes you can contribute to a health savings account um, the money goes in depending on how the plan is set up um, the maximum contribution is thirty three thousand five hundred and fifty for twenty one 20 3600 for 21 for an individual or 7200 for a family so the funds in there grow tax free as if it was an IRA account and then the distributions in retirement if they're not used for qualified medical expenses would be taxable then
1: all right and if your company offers it maybe even a flex spending account too right mm-hmm. all right uh, that's some of the things that get overlooked you know as, as folks go on and it usually takes a bit of a bite from a tax bill To get your attention at times, right?
2: Yes. But, I mean, one area we see people just picking up extra deductions is by tracking. So if you donate to charity and you're able to itemize, if you think you're going to be able to itemize, tracking that, tracking your mileage if you have a lot of doctor's appointments or mileage if you drive for charitable events, things like that, just kind of keeping the records so that when it comes time, you're not having to recreate them, you know, can easily save you an extra $1,000 a year.
1: Sure. So uh, you're saying... It's not only the CPA that should be mindful of taxes all the time, it's everyone.
2: Right. Everyone yes. needs to think like me now. <laughs> I was going to
1: say, I, you know, you're sounding a whole lot like John Dixon, who, you know, gets on here and starts using weird words like intoxicated and, you know, all kind of various.
2: You know, life is so, super fantastic. It's,
1: <laughs> John said that to me this morning. How are you, John? Super fantastic. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm glad you are, uh, whatever that means. Uh, Jennifer, to your point, I agree. Um, you know, when you're talking interest rates like they are right now, how in the world would somebody want to be buying municipal bonds? Uh, you're, you're not going to even beat the 1.7% inflation rate. And if you don't need them for uh, stability of your income or stability of your assets, rather, um, there's really no reason to buy a municipal bond or a bond of any stripe right now.
3: Right, unless you know, unless it's for your money that you're going to need in the next 10 years. But even then, there's probably something better out there um, right now to invest in.
1: Absolutely. In the fixed income side. All right. Well, uh, stick around. You're listening to Money Talk. We got exciting stuff on the way. We'll be right back.